Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. You just have the most lovely smile. Every time, every time I look at you, you just from ear to ear, man. You this can't is take fun. It off. I enjoy when we record. It's, it's super fun. It yeah, is super fun. I wish you could see the, your face every time. We, every <laughs> single time. It's it's just always just ear to ear, man. Just oh. you know, Those pearly whites are coming out. But um, yes. Yeah. So um, Jose and I have had this conversation a couple of times in the past about something that we feel sets the tone for the relationship or could potentially set the tone. Mm. And that is first date conversations. Yes. That's including the do's and the don'ts and the, Mm, yes, what it's like. Yes. It's never the same. That's. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, and I, I think even it depends on what age you are, the conversations are going to be different. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're doing the special with the love is blind and you can see the conversations of 20 year olds yeah. and 30 year olds versus 40 year olds and 50 year olds. <laughs> what like, do 50 year olds talk about? Um, like, Well, they're, they're looking for other things. Usually yeah. they're trying to find out <clears throat> if you still have any kids that living at home mm-hmm. and they say you had kids late. So that's, that's one topic that comes up quite often. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, your kids, um, usually in most cases, if they're in their forties, Chances are they have grown kids. Although <laughs> it was funny the other day, I was looking through uh, one of the profiles on the dating sites, and she said something along the lines of, "All my kids are grown, um, except for my six-year-old son." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I was like, so not all your kids are grown." <laughs> but she kind of snuck it in there, yeah. like, "All my kids are grown, so you don't have to worry about that." And then, except for my six-year-old son, and I was just like. Oh my God! Trying to hook you in. So, I mean, you know, but but again, if if you know you have a six year old, you you might as well, especially on profile sites, you might as well just put that out there because would that you, could be an issue. Yeah, but would you say that certain fundamental things are going to be the same for every age bracket? Like from your twenties through till I don't know, if you're dating in your eighties, it's like, what's your living situation? What are things that you're interested in? You know what mm. I mean? It's the same core things. It may be on different levels of that. Yeah. To your point of like, yeah, I mean, if you're 40, probably having a way different conversation, right? Yeah. You're 20, you're like, where do you like to go eat cheese or whatever? <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I went oh, yeah, to that's, that. That's a hot topic right now. I don't know why. <laughs> where do you get your cheese? <laughs> where do you get your cheese from? What kind of cheese? A Gouda? Cheddar? <laughs> I've never had that conversation. Yeah, I just FYI. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went to a, cheese. But, and I'm not a cheese eater either. But um, um, but yeah, it's going to be a little well, bit for more different superficial. reasons. It's for different reasons. So, for instance, if when you're when you're in your 20s or 30s, you're thinking about do you want to have kids? How many kids do you want? That's mm-hmm. the conversation. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in your 40s or 50s, you're like, you still ask that same question: Do you still want kids? <laughs> <laughs> but not because you want to have any more, but most of the time it's because you're in a spot where you don't want to, mm. you're done having kids. So you want to gauge it with the other person. Like if you still want kids, I'm not the one for you. So in your age bracket, would you say that question, that's part of your probably first date conversations every time, right? Do you want more kids? Yeah. 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 That's, that's a conversation. You know what else comes up a lot too? And I was talking to a friend of mine or a friend of mine, uh, his wife. And she's been married for 30 years, so she didn't understand this and she was like taken aback. But first day conversations, they ask about whether or not you want to get married. Mm -hmm. That's out the gate. That's usually a first day (laughs) conversation when you're in your 40s. And she thought like that's... 
that's ridiculous. Why would you be talking about that on your first date? Right. And I explained to her that, you know, women and men, when they're in their 40s or whatever, they don't have a lot of time left. So for them, they're trying to find companionship and like they they want to they want something long term. They don't want to fling anymore. Mm-hmm. They want something more substantial. So that's the way they bring it up. Ironically, they still bring it up in their twenties. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. I feel like I've seen on reality TV a lot of twenty year old girls on first dates do that too. Yeah. So maybe it's just universal. Maybe it has nothing to do with age, but that's what they tell me. Like, hey, I don't want to waste any more time. Yeah, I'm really looking for somebody that's serious about this. And well, I will say that I do remember what it was like to be in my 20s, and I remember feeling that. Like, even in my 20s, I was like, well, I don't have that much more time left. You know what I mean? Like, so I can relate. Like, I understand what they're feeling because looking back on it, obviously, I was like, well, I was like 25. I had plenty of time. You yeah. know what I mean? Every year, it's more bleak. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes, I do. So like, I don't think it's silly when even a 23-year-old, you know, maybe talks about marriage on a first date because it's like she feels like she's already running out of time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, again, I don't think it's unreasonable or or in bad taste or anything, but it is difficult if you haven't thought about it in those terms. Again, we're on a first date. Yeah. You know, the, the are there men out there that never want to get married again? Perhaps, you know, and maybe maybe that's where the conversation is like, are you open to marriage again? Because mm-hmm. that, that comes up a lot too. And it's just like, well, yeah, especially if, if, you've, if you're talking to somebody that's been married once, twice or three times, they usually will ask you, okay, what about marriage? Do you ever want to get married again? How much play do you think a 20-year-old guy, hot guy, mm. on the dating website would get if his, on his profile it said, I never want to get married? I think if he looks good, he's still going to get a lot of play. Yeah. But oh, do yeah. you think that like any woman is looking at that, like cares about that from a 20-year-old like, and he's hot, you know, like do they think they really... If, um, if they're old, it depends on the woman, right? Because yeah. there are some women, I think, and this is universal, it's not just women, I think men too... When they get out of a relationship, mm-hmm. for some reason, they just feel like the sooner they get back out there, the sooner they can get over that other person. Yeah. But it never works out. And if you're, let's say, I, so I'm 46 and I don't date 20-year-olds, but if I did, I know in the back of my mind, it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. can't because in the next 10, 20 years, it's going to make such a difference that it's just unreasonable <laughs> to think <laughs> that she's going to stick around for a 60-year-old dude, right? And she's in her 30s. That's yeah. just too unreasonable. That's too much to ask of anybody. So yeah. So I think when you date somebody younger, depending on how young, um, you kind of already know it's not going to be anything, right? Even Hugh Hefner, he was like 80 or whatever and he's had 20 year old girlfriend, but they were girlfriends. He didn't marry any of them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was also really rich. So he was, but that comes up a lot. Um, Kids, family, they want to know about your career. They usually ask you about your career. Make sure in some of the times they don't even ask. They'll just give you examples because previous relationships come up a lot. Mm -hmm. They just tend to do. And they kind of give you a signal, like without asking you what you do for a living, they would just tell you like my previous boyfriend didn't have a job, you know, owned a bunch of money. His credit was bad. He didn't have a car. And so that's their way of telling you, like, if you are doing any of these things, <laughs> they're bad. So they don't ask you how much money do you make or what's your job, They, but they do. It matters, obviously, because yeah. you're bringing it up. I was just thinking I've never been on a date where someone had asked me, like, 
do you ever want to get married or, or like, what's your guys don't do that. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking of like my personal. I've never asked a woman if she plans on getting married. I'm just saying and thinking of the differences between the the male and female part. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think, I think, you know, from a dude's perspective, right. From, from an older guy, I think we want those same things too, to a certain point. We, we're just not going to come out the gate with it. Mm-hmm. We're just not. It just doesn't come up. But a lot of times because they open up that door, you know, we'll find... As soon as they open up that door, I'm like, okay, they want to get married. Yeah. Right? Like, But in their dating profiles, I will say that they usually do post uh, that same thing that says, um, you know, I'm looking for something long term, no hookups, no friends with benefits, no, you know... No hookups. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So when I was they, trying to figure out what the difference was between hookups and friends with benefits. It's <laughs> the <like>. same thing. <laughs> Except when you call a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can hang out with one of Not them. Not many of us have been. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. In other words... What they really should say is not just looking for just a physical relationship. Yeah. And that's really what it what it boils down. Because even friends with benefits, I mean, it's mostly physical. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they started out as friends and then it turned into something else. But yeah. There's a lot of aspects about a first date that I do like. But the conversation part is, I hate to say it, but it's a little bit annoying for me because it feels like I'm on a job interview, mm. which I just hate that job interview feeling. Mm. And so like... I, I don't know. I mean, like the experience part is cool, but yeah. it's just like, I don't know, being grilled. On the first date, usually I will kind of sit back and observe more. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of let them talk. If they ask me about things, of course I'll answer. But that's the other thing too. I wouldn't talk about an ex on a first date. Better not. No, I'm sorry. Unless they asked me, which in my experience, a lot of guys will ask me. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking them, tell me about your last relationship. I don't want to talk about that on a first date. (laughs) (laughs) Like save that for later. Like I don't need that. So I'm asking different things, but a lot of men have asked me to tell them what happened with my, it's like, that seems strange that a guy would ask that. It seems more like the woman would want to know. They want to know just how bonkers you really are. I guess, but... Because you, so, so, and I've done a lot of interviews too. And yes, I don't, even in those interviews, I don't ask direct questions like, you know, that you usually ask for situational open-ended mm-hmm. and you just let them talk. And so what that does is when you let them talk, they reveal themselves more and more and more. So yeah, you don't want to interview like, Hey, I have a list of 10 questions. <laughs> have you ever killed anybody? <laughs> have you ever stabbed anybody? Have you ever been to prison? We don't start out like that. We usually just, you know, like, Hey, what if we you- pivot it to you or like a politician? We're like, well, let me answer that by asking you this. <laughs> <laughs> or we could use that old trick of making your, your faults uh, uh, virtues. Oh, right. I work <laughs> My too problem hard. is I love too much. <laughs> just loved way too much. I like to give back rubs and foot rubs. That's my problem. Mm, serve you <laughs> breakfast in bed. Yes. I just, I do too much of that. Pamper you, treat you like a princess. That's my problem. <laughs> I treat my women too well. I listen to them all the time. Maybe that's well, what Well, I mean, that makes me think of another point too, of like people who will lie a lot mm-hmm. on the first date. Oh yeah. Where, I mean, unless you're just looking for a one night, where do you think that's going to get you long term? Because you're already lying about like, it's always like, I love skydiving and I love to hike. And it's all these things that are like so extreme. And it's like, I just like to watch TV or walk around my neighborhood or whatever. But like, that's usually all lies. Yeah. Well, guys in general 
always want to impress. They're always trying to flex, no matter what guy it is. Yeah. It could be even if he's like the best Dungeons and Dragons kind of guy. Like, <laughs> and I don't, and I'm not knocking these guys, but I'm just saying there is a. Is that still a, around? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole subculture. Yeah. Where like, do they, do they meet still? Yeah. Heck yeah. Like in basements or? I, I, wherever they do. But <laughs> it's, it's all online now. It's, it's actually, um, so I used to watch a show, I still watch it, Billions, and these are millionaires, but they're also kind of nerds. Mm-hmm. They have their own thing. And it's like very sophisticated, has to do with a lot of numbers. And I mean, it's a subculture. It's Are a, you talking it's, about Dungeons and Dragons yes, still? Okay. Yeah, it's Dungeons and Dragons. So these- it's, on a, it's on a much larger, <laughs> higher scale. Okay. It's more sophisticated. It, 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 it has to do with like points. And like it's a whole thing, okay. man. It's a whole thing. But but my point being is that they're even going to flex about that and be like, "I'm the champion of this." Right. Blah 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 blah. We're always going to do that. It's even if even if um, especially like for me, I don't have a. I'm not, I'm not fit. I have a dad bod, but I'm still going to flex on other things because I know I can't do the physique. Yeah, thing. but you're not outright lying about like. No, my, no, I love no. to fly airplanes or whatever. No, like just but it's always the sporty guy. It's the guy who's trying to seem very outdoorsy. Right. Those are the ones who are like, oh yeah, I kayak every weekend and all <laughs> this like stuff. And it's like, well, tip to the ladies: whenever you get certain things like that, you have to ask follow up questions. <laughs> You have to ask. So if they say what something kind of like, boat? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> what kind of kayak do you use? What brand? You know, especially if you're if you're an avid. You ruin it for your fellows here. Well, I'm just telling you, <laughs> if you're an avid hiker, right, and you know because there's it matters what kind of boots you wear, and like you're for real an avid hiker, you're gonna know the different socks, boots, what you do, like how you're supposed to navigate. So you ask them follow up questions, and if they can't answer it, you know that they're full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> how would you pivot from that saying you're an avid this and then they do ask follow-up questions how do you weasel out of that well you'll find out i gotta they, go to the bathroom real quick <laughs> <laughs> nikes i use nikes you're like well it's too sophisticated for you to understand so i'm not even gonna try to explain maybe next time yeah but you know and, and that's why i like to be honest because again you they will sometimes that that does happen so whenever they let's say they were like oh i'm an avid hiker i hike every day i know all the trails and I'd be like, I, the only thing I can add to that would be like, oh yeah, I've been to Hawaii and I've hiked like, there. I've walked before. But yeah, but, <laughs> but it was not to I, your I degree. I hiked from right? my car like, to the table. And what I'm trying to do there is still kind of build a connection, but not say like, oh yeah, like I do it too. Like I'm always out there because no good will come of that. So let them know you're interested in it, but that you don't do that currently. Like, oh, that's Correct. really cool. Right. Or I've done it before, but yeah. not to the level that you are doing it right now. So then that lets them know that, you know, like you do understand that world. You're not exactly that. Right. But it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I, I, so here's another one that comes up. If they're dog or cat people, mm-hmm. they'll usually say something like, well, I love dogs. So mm-hmm. if you don't love dogs or I love cats. And if you're if you're allergic to cats, it's not going to work out. So, again, it wouldn't do me any good. And I've heard stories from women. They're like. Yeah, I dated this one guy and I told him about my cats and then he came over one day and he was like all sneezing and he was like, oh, I'm allergic to cats. And she's like, I told you I had cats. Yeah, but why so, would uh, a dude be like... Because dudes are trying to get in where they fit in. That's so what I'm saying. Thing, no yeah. guy is going to be like, oh, I'm allergic. I'll see you later. I would. If I have... If, if, if she I was, was really cute. It doesn't matter. She has cats. <laughs> what am I going to do? But she's really cute. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's cute. But like <laughs> to your to your end, what's the end game? If I'm trying to play games, sure. We all know what a guy's end game well, is. Well... <laughs> We want companionship too. We want a nice young lady and, you know, we want to walk in the park. We want all that stuff too, but we want the the dirty stuff too. (laughs) 
and then we could do all that other stuff after after that or before. But mm. yeah, we won. I, there's not a lot of differences between what men and women want exactly. Mm-hmm. It's only when you get into the particulars yeah. of like certain actions and things like that. I think universally people want to be with a with a partner, mm-hmm. a companion, as I like to put it. I think they want shared interest. Mm-hmm. I think they want to be understood. I think all of that is universal. Yeah. Obviously, even the intimacy for women, maybe it's a little bit different where they want more of an emotional connection. And for men, they want that too. But obviously they want the physical one too. And now what I'm finding out now is that women want the physical just as much as the the guy. It took me a while because again, when I was growing up, it wasn't as overt as it is now. Like now women speak about their sexuality way more more openly than they did when I was growing up, which is a good thing because again, it helps me learn because I was just under the impression that when I was growing up, I was under the impression that women didn't like sex. They just did it for men. I think that if, from what I remember researching, it was more of like during those times, it was it was meant to be shameful if a woman enjoyed that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We were all conditioned mm-hmm. to not talk about it. Mm-hmm. The female orgasm yep. was not up until recently, yeah. like anybody cared. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's why it's so enlightening to me. And and even now on first dates, I've been on first dates where they initiate the sex talk. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting, that's, that's an interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's on my list of things to ask you. I was going to say like, do you have, do you think that you or guys have a limit on how dirty you can be in those types of first date sexual conversations? Um, yes. Is it like the sky's the limit? You don't care? So I've been, uh, it depends on the woman. Let me just put it that way. Mm. So I'm very, um, I don't bring it up unless they bring it up first. That's my rule of thumb when it comes to- That's a when good it comes, rule, yeah, When I it comes say. to love making or knocking boots, let's just call it knocking boots. Because <laughs> So when it comes to that, I just don't bring it up unless they bring it up. Yeah. Now- I have been on first dates where it gets brought up by the by the woman and she goes way too in-depth about certain things. Like she just goes all Do out. Do you like that or does it make you uncomfortable? I, 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 It's not that it makes me uncomfortable, but I'm also thinking to myself, geez, what am I going to do here? <laughs> like, like if she's that way and this is our first date, yeah. like... I don't know. It, it, a lot of a lot things, of people probably know these things about her. She's I mean, saying it that easily. Well, it, it does kind of make me think. Let's put it this way, because guys, and maybe it's just me. I'm an overthinker, right? So if we're having a conversation, and the the lady I'm with is talking about long term and and doing nice things and you know whatever you know very pleasant uh, walks in the park, hiking activities, then I'm like, okay. In my mind, I'm thinking if if this turns into anything, I'm going to have to be doing those things too, <laughs> whatever those things are. Mm-hmm. But then when it's when they go straight to the, the sex talk, I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, this could be fun because obviously she's into all of that. Mm-hmm. But long term, I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Because she's doing this with me. How many other guys has she right, been doing? It's a little you can't, telling. You can't help it, right? And the same women, women do the same thing, right? So if a guy's trying to charm you mm-hmm. and do all these other things, you're probably thinking in the back of your mind, like, mm, how many how many <laughs> ladies has he done this to, right? Like, yeah. is he putting on that charm a little too? And I get that too. 
And yeah. so they're always like, oh, you do this a lot. And I'm like, no, I, I don't. But, you know. I saw that on Sex and the City one time. Carrie was dating this rich guy. And the next morning he had made her pancakes. And yeah. she's telling her girlfriends, like bragging about it. And yeah. they're like, come on. Like, you think you're the first girl he made pancakes for? It's like, yeah, every guy has his little spill, his little game that he, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're just reusing. It. It's just recycling. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say recycling. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So when they go straight to that. Mm-hmm. Mm, sometimes though, and I will say this is, is it's also flattering because if they're already talking about that on your they first, find you attractive. they they do, right? So that there has to be that because if they didn't, why would they be talking to me about sex? So then you're just all smiley like I was earlier. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Yay, it's a great I, date. The, <laughs> <laughs> again, this is a tip for guys. <laughs> this is just a tip for guys. When When it's going well, be quiet. Yeah. Don't talk. <laughs> Or talk as little as you possibly can. You will can. talk your way out of it. Yes, you will talk your way out of it. So don't talk your way out of it. Play it cool. Just keep going with the flow. And then, you know, things will work out for you. Ask I promise. Questions. Yeah. Because because there's times when, and this happens not even if it's the sex talk, but things are going well. And you can tell, let's say I say something and it puts them off for whatever mm-hmm. reason. You can tell in their face almost immediately mm-hmm. like, oh, she didn't like that. Yeah. She winced or she made a face or like she just smelled something bad. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, and you can't help those, right? These are micro expressions or just their expressions. Yeah. There's no way you can hide them. And in person, if it's over the phone, you can't tell. But yeah. in person, as soon as you, that should register in your mind, stop mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that one time. I was talking to uh, one one lady and I forgot we were talking about something and a tire came out and I was like, oh yeah, I like to wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans, blah, blah. Oh, you know what it was? Um, anyways, it was, it was that, but I mentioned that I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt uh-huh. and she was like, oh man, you were doing so good. But then once you said that, that just messed me up and I was like, dang it. I was like, okay, shut up. I was like, no more talking. And then I was just like, no, no, I, I don't wear them all the time. <laughs> So it's not just me that has a problem with these Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> no, it's not. But that's that's the whole point. If it's going to kill the mood, yeah. stop talking about it. If you're talking about fishing and you're talking about gutting a fish and you yeah. can see that she's just not interested and you killed the mood, mm-hmm. move on to something else. Right. So do you have any um, topics that you refuse to talk about during a first date? Like I know a big one is religion and politics. Mm. So like some people will tell you right off the bat, like kind of when you sit down, you mm. order a drink, maybe they're like, hey, just so you know, I'm not talking about this or this. Mm. Do you have it? Or you're just like open wherever the conversation is going to go. I, me personally, I like to just stay away from it if at all possible. Yeah. I don't bring it up in conversation. Most women don't bring it up either. Yeah. Most. Now, if they're really passionate about it, they might, you know. Yeah. I've been on dates where guys will like go on a rant about like politics or something yeah. and I'm just sitting there. I'm like. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a, it divides people and everybody yeah. has their opinions one way or the other. And. If you're not aligned to those beliefs or those whatever, um, it can it can just derail. But what about the some people who are really against, let's say religion is a big deal for you mm-hmm. and you're like, I have to be with a Christian or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think that even that should come out of at least asking during a first date? Or is it, it still kind of a touchy subject? If it's really that important to you, uh-huh. then I believe you should bring it up. Yeah. Now, here's... Uh, here's my thought on that, right? 
you're going to pay a cost no matter which way it goes. Right. So you're going to pay a cost for talking about it and you're going to pay a cost for not talking about it. So you don't get to walk out of this unscathed, <laughs> right? Because if it's important to you and you don't talk about it, and then you get more and more invest, uh, emotionally invested with this person, mm-hmm. then you find out that your viewpoints on religion don't match. Mm-hmm. Now you got a problem because yeah. you like them as a person, but their ideas or whatever, or their views on certain topics that are important to you is not. So it really starts out with your value system, whatever your value system is. Mm-hmm. And if that is high on your value then you should bring it up and at least gauge where that other person is. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people probably have their same go-to questions about like family and stuff like that, mm-hmm. because it, it is extremely important to a lot of people. So I'm really big on my family. So if I was with someone and they're like, yeah, I hate family and I never want to ever, you know, mm-hmm. it would be a little bit of a red flag to me because it yeah. is important to me. So, you know, it's interesting in the last, in the last one, you know, when we were talking about, um, we watched the, the, Love is blind. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody had made a comment on there about the fact that, you know, the dating profiles only really show you what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's absolutely right. You don't put all your crazy out there. Right. <laughs> you give it a little bit of time. But that said, dating is the same way. Now, the only caveat to that or the only difference between what they put on a dating app and a first date conversation is that sometimes, especially if you're so passionate about it, you can't hide it. Yeah. It's going to come out. Yeah. And that's why for me, I, I'm interested in, to know that person to mm-hmm. see if we would click. So I ask a lot of open-ended questions. And then if that comes up, I'll give her my views on whatever it is that she asked me. If she says, hey, you know, what are your views on, on politics? What are your views on religion? I'll give a very brief, <laughs> brief description. And then we move on to, to whatever the next topic is. But yeah, there's some biggies out there and yeah. Uh, yeah. marriage is another one you know again they're like i'm really big on marriage i want to get married and i don't want to rush into things I'm like okay cool like thanks for letting me know <laughs> yeah um i actually was in researching this found this article online that i thought was kind of interesting that we can talk about um this is from it's a website called joinonelove.org mm-hmm. and it was the top 10 questions you would ask on a first date so mm-hmm. i kind of wanted to go through these to see Let's do it how you feel about it or maybe your experiences with it. But I thought these were really interesting. I think this is a really good article for someone who's not really sure what to say or what would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first one is, is what makes you unique? Which I thought was kind of cool rather than saying like, it's basically like, instead of saying like, what are your hobbies or whatever? Mm -hmm. I feel like, this is kind of the same question, but just a little bit more ominous. You know what I mean? Sort of. Anything could that's a, fall that's a under. Tough question. I don't know. I've never been asked that before. Oh, me neither. Wow, what makes you unique? It would be hard to answer, but it's kind of this. It feels like a kind of an umbrella question. You know what I yeah, mean? It's a. It's a. I don't know. It's it's. <laughs> Because really, Even right now it's messing with me. Okay, a this bit, is what I mean by it, like it being an umbrella. Like have long hair. It depends know. on what you think is unique. So that could go into maybe you think of something that involves your family, or maybe your mind will go to something that you've done in your past, or maybe your mind will go to you know one of your hobbies. It could go all different ways. It's how it you, the receiver, is interpreting that. Yeah, I suppose so. What I will say is, um, I get a lot of situations like that where. They say certain certain things, mm-hmm. and I think that they believe that they're unique. But it's like I've heard this before. <laughs> it's 
Oh, like give me an example of like an it's an average thing. Um, yeah. So I so one of the things that comes up a lot is uh, I hear you know women say to me, "Well, I don't need a man. I don't need you to take care of me. I don't need to. I, I think I'm unique in that way, or or or." I'm not like every other girl. I can take care of myself. And it's like all of them have told me the same thing. Like, so like I'm like, okay. But you know, if that if, if you think that that's if that uh stands out, it, it really doesn't, right? But I'm not gonna tell them that. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to get this gig. But I would kind of listen to them like, mm, okay, you know, like, you know, or or you know, like little things like that that are more common than they think. And or they'll say something like, Oh, I I don't like to go out. I like to just stay in and 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 relax and watch a movie. And just, I'm not like everybody else. I mm-hmm. like. I don't. I'm like. Mm, I hear that a lot too. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's not unique, but I guess for them, maybe they feel because maybe they're around people that don't do that. What if it's something really weird that you don't want to hear? Like what? Great I don't tell. know. Like um, I have web now. feet. <laughs> Or something that I would be unique. I mean, just that saying, would be, like, I would be like, what oh if they my, asked you, what? or what if you asked and they said something that was like like that? You know what I would like to ask? I wouldn't say that unique. I would ask now. The next time I go on a date, I'm going to ask this: <laughs> like, if you have a unique talent, because that would be interesting. Like a unique talent. What, Maybe they're double jointed and but not. But what if you're putting them on display? Like, I don't have that. So, like, I would be. You do have a talent. What? Uh, you want me to put them out here? No, but okay. I, there's nothing. I don't have any party. It's, what do they call yeah, but it? You have you have talent. You have a lot of talent. Don't make me go into it okay, right but now. I'm but just, <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that Sorry. off air. But like, I'm just saying, I don't know what I would say. Okay, well, yeah, you know. But what if they that person doesn't feel they have a unique talent? Isn't that kind of putting them on the spot? I guess the unique question is the well, same like, thing. Well, like, but here's the thing. It doesn't need to be like uh, extraordinary or like you have to be on America's Got Talent or anything like that. <laughs> it could be like maybe they have, they can remember useless facts. It's like, hey, I don't know why, but I've always been able to remember useless facts or I'm big on pop culture. Like, you know, do you know this? Do you know that? Maybe they're movie buffs. Maybe... Mm. Um, they know every word to the Clueless movie, yeah, like I maybe, do. Maybe, exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's 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 a talent. Is Not that everybody a talent can do that. I can that. Tell it's, people? It's, a, it's a talent. Yes, <laughs> you can. Or you know, um, that unique part. Maybe, and again, I don't think it's that unique. But uh, but again, you know, just something to strike up the conversation. It doesn't have to be extraordinary. It just needs to be slightly different. Because let's say they like. And love Rob Zombie, like they can quote all their cause songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. That might be unique, right? If you, if nothing would indicate that there would be a Rob Zombie fan. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that kind of bleeds into number two, which is what are some random fun facts about you? Yeah. So I guess that'd be kind of like what to your point, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I've had a few myself. Um, you know, I mean, I can I can list them off, but I don't want. To. <laughs> I've won a car. Let's put it that way. I've, that, that's that's a unique thing. That's is it that's something that. you would say on a first date? Is yeah, that your first yeah, material? That's never been asked of me either, by the way. Mm. So yeah, like some of these questions are really great and I'm going to have to use some of them. Too. <laughs> I'm going to have to bite your style here. Okay. Number three, this one got a little bit deep. It says, what's something you want to learn or wish you were better at? Yeah. Like it's it's asking because it has a little thing underneath it. It's like, what are your hopes and dreams basically? Yeah. Yeah. So that one, that one does come up. It's not worded that way, but I right. do sometimes will say something like, uh, where do you see yourself in... Two years from an now interview or, question, kind, kind kind of sort of kind of sort of. I just want to see what you know what their goals are. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean that they're going to achieve them, but it 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 lets me know what sort of ambition they but have. But I would hate to be asked that during a first date. It feels really? so interviewee. It's like I'm not here to talk about 
my hopes and dreams and things that I may be insecure about or whatever. Like <laughs> first date to me, it just feels like it should be way more fun. Maybe it's, I know it's different depending on what age you are and what yeah. you're looking for, but like the first date, it shouldn't be so serious. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, and that's what I'm saying. In first dates, it's not, that question is going to come up organically. It's not going to come up like, okay, Here's my next question. You know, like it's, 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 I'm sure some it's people. Not, I'll give you an instance. The way it works is like, uh, let's say I was talking about me and let's say I was talking about my career. And then I said, yeah, you know, like, um, um, you know, I've moved up or I got promoted or, you know, I switched jobs, I switched careers. You know, what about you? You know, do you, do you like what you do? Do you, do you plan on staying there? You know, like, what are you, what are you thinking? And then if they say, yeah, absolutely. I love it. I want to stay here. I never want to move. Like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, but where well, I'm not going to say like, where do you see yourself two years from now? <laughs> it's not going to be exactly worded that way. Yeah. These questions, I think they're, they're guides, but you don't ask them that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. The next one could be a little bit more playful. Number four is, would you rather, mm. I mean, you could go innocent. You could go, if you get in that vibe it's a little dirty maybe <laughs> it's a fun game anyways even if it's a clean game <laughs> yeah but like i mean um i'm trying to think of something innocent that would tell you something about them like maybe you could say um for your dream date would you rather be outdoors or inside somewhere or whatever you can kind of tell oh, from that's that very flirty i was thinking of something just other just weird oh <laughs> I just mean like a question that where you could learn mm-hmm. kind of if they're more introverted, extrovert, like that seems like you would kind of get that vibe from certain questions. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, the point of all of these writers is you want to get to know them a little bit better, yeah. where they stand, what they do. And some of them, especially if if they've never heard them before, it forces them because they, they, they're either going to have to make it up on the fly, which you'll be able to detect almost immediately or they'll give you a genuine response, which is what you're looking for. And then yeah. you can gauge whether or not, you know, you want to hang out with them anymore. Do you ever like ask people like that, like like you were saying earlier, like where do you see, you see yourself in two years? Or like, do you ever meet people where they have no ambitions? They're like, I don't know. I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere. Like, yeah. I don't. Like- yeah. It's very frustrating because you can't, <laughs> you can't talk to them. Like the conversation goes dead really, really fast. If they have nothing to bring to it. Now, don't get me wrong. They, they might be great to hang out with, but if you're having a first date conversation or even later on, if you plan on, you know, having more conversations with that person, um, what are you going to do if they just they, they don't want to talk? Maybe that's a good, maybe you neither one of you want to talk and that's a great, yeah, it's fantastic too. But yeah, me in general, I do like to talk about certain things, maybe not everything, but yeah, I want to talk. I will say this, this is, because we were talking about earlier about previous relationships. Typically, we ask that question only because we want to see what kind of, you know, like what kind of, if you've had any trauma. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, one of the things that I'll ask a lady, I, I just started doing it when they talk about like, let's say they got divorced. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I was married for 10 years. Then we got divorced and it was hard. And, you know, we had to do this and that, go to court, kids, blah, blah. And then my follow-up question to that is, what did you learn about yourself? Because that's an interesting thing. Dang, you're getting that deep <laughs> on a first date. I'm, try- I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm here to play games. <laughs> I ain't here to play games. That's too deep, no, bro. I'm not here to play games. We, we, well, you keep it light. That's the other thing. That's the other art of conversation is you go from 
light conversation, the deep conversation to light conversation to deep. Like we do on this show, you mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> and if you can do that, if you can do that in, in a um, the correct way, you get more out of that date. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not there was a love connection, you feel at least that you connected with that person because yeah. you got a little bit of both. But you're right. If it's too deep, too much, like, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When when you ask about a previous relationship, let's say they were to say, oh, yeah, we broke up and that was it. Mm-hmm. This is amicable. You know, it just didn't work out. Yeah. All right, cool. But if they said that they've gone through a lot, right, I'm I'm curious to find out what did you learn about yourself during that whole thing, right? Did you learn that you were stronger? Did you learn that you really did need somebody? Did you learn that... You made a mistake, maybe. Did you learn that uh, you're better off without them? Like mm-hmm. there's so many you, that you're stronger than what you really are. Like that's the reason why like you just want to know about mm-hmm. that person. <laughs> and you also want to know, you know, not for nothing, you know, if, if we're talking about the old, the, the end game is marriage, right? You want to pick a partner that is not fickle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if they're fickle, then, you know, like... When the things get tough and they will, like there's just no, there's no way around it. Life is going to be tough. It's going to throw things at you that you're unexpected. You want a partner that's going to stand by your side that has the fortitude to be like, hey, not going anywhere. It's tough, but I'm still here. And you can weed out a lot of those people on the first date. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Believe it or not. Yes, you can. So, but anyways, yeah, that's that's one of the ones. This next one, I wouldn't like this to be asked of me either. It's know any good jokes? (laughs) (laughs) That's. I would feel so awkward. I don't have a joke at the ready, and even if I did, it would be so lame. Like I don't really agree with this question. You know what I did? I, I I heard a pickup line. That's semi-jokey-ish. Okay. Right? So, and I haven't tried it out yet, but I, one of these days I'm going to try it out because I heard it and I was like, oh, this is an awesome one. But um, you're on a date, right? Or let's say you're talking to a, a lady or whatever and you ask her, you say, hey, feel this. And you like your, your blazer or your shirt and then they'll feel it. And then you ask them, um, you know what it's made of? And then they're going to be like, what? And then you, then you say, boyfriend material. <laughs> You didn't like that. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was the setup that I that I lost you because you're just not getting that at all. Wow, should I not try that one out? I personally don't like pickup lines. Like I don't like. Wow, that one fell flat. Sorry. <laughs> wow. It just seems really corny okay. rather than just being genuine. I don't know. It's Maybe just I'm a way wrong. to break the ice. I know, it's just but just a way to break the ice. I had that one told me too. What was it? It was like a. Are polar bears heavy or something or something? He, and he then he was like, I'm just trying to break the ice. And I'm like, really? You're, you're like, no, stop okay, it. So, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's hard for guys. It's hard for guys to approach women and like, what do you say? And it's easy for you guys to say, oh, just say hi. But no, that's not going to work. I'm telling you. <laughs> what if he's like, hi. Work. Yeah. <laughs> All up in your face, yeah. Yeah. I wish you could have seen her face. No, but I mean, it's it's a it's, it's a. What if they're like Night at the Roxbury type? No. Like <laughs> that happens too. But the the whole point of those is just to be cute and flirty and trying to break the ice because otherwise, like you said, it's too like hi, my name's Jeff. What's your name? You know what I mean? Like, do you prefer that? Are you Jeffrey over? Dahmer right now? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Do you prefer? Would you prefer that? versus you I know, get it I'm just saying like it feels a little unnecessary 
it's really hard. I am assuming it's very hard because every woman is going to be different. She's not going to receive it the same. So, and you don't know yeah. you're walking up to her about to put everything out there and you don't know what type of girl she is. So, so let me just give you a little tip. <laughs> um, one thing that I've seen that women respond to quite well mm-hmm. is if you can make them laugh. Yeah. If you can make a woman laugh, I'm telling you, you're 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 winning the battle yep. at that point. I agree. So the the whole approaching it that way, if you can get a smile out of her, if if I got the reaction that you gave me, yes, I know I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, she does not have a sense of humor, or at least that's not her sense of humor, which means I got to get the heck out of here because this ain't gonna work. Um, I and I would, I would. I do have a sense no. of humor. <laughs> You do. How dare but that's, you. What, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, again, it's um, in, if you're out and about or even on a date or or whatever, you're, you're really just trying to be funny. You're trying to break the ice. Again, you don't want to go too deep. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to be humorous because they expect that, too. So in on the dating apps, they will tell you exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. One of them is humor. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have looked at the guy like I looked at you just now. I probably would have been nicer, but... Um, but yeah, here's the next one. And I really like this question. Right. Number six is what's something that bugs you? Something it's something that bugs me. Yeah. Like, like a pet peeve? Yeah. Something that annoys you. I oh. think it's a really good question to ask. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Rather than saying, I don't know, like maybe what's your deal breakers or something. Because I feel like when, when that question is asked, like what bugs you, most people are going to go to what bothered them about their ex. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, that's how I would take the question. Mm. So if I like was with someone like super messy yeah. and then, you know, I got out of that relationship and I'm like, well, I really don't like untidy people. Mm. Like, well, if I'm saying that and I'm being honest, then you know that I'm a tidy person and that kind of stuff is important well, to me. Well, at least you don't like untidy people. That's all I'm getting out of that. <laughs> But if you're not tidy, so let me ask you that. Then what happens if you say, well, I'm not a tidy person? Is that a wrap? No, not for me. I'm just saying... Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's hard, right? Because that one I think is a trick question. I really do because that one's <laughs> that one's that one's tough. You're that trusting one. this onelove.org or whatever. No, that one's a tricky one because that one can get you. Well, I'm not gonna say it could get you in trouble, but it could um, it 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 could possibly cause a misunderstanding, right? Because <laughs> you're looking at me like, like what? what? I I don't know. Like, let's say, um, let's say somebody asked me that question, and they're like, "Well, like, what do you? What bugs you?" And I'm like, "Oh, alcoholics or something like that. People that drink too much." And then we're sitting there having a drink, and that's your third drink. She's gonna be like, "Oh, what does he like?" You know, like, and it doesn't mean that I don't like enjoying a drink, but maybe I just don't like alcoholics, right? Because, like you said, the previous boyfriend or the previous girlfriend could have been abusive. And unfortunately, now you've got. Yeah, but buy you're it. saying that three drinks in. Well, that I, I don't know. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's why that one's a tricky one. Because let's say I, um, I say like uh, eating with your mouth open, because mm. that that does kind of bug me. But now, what if she's sitting across from me? She's eating with her mouth open. <laughs> well, I would think that you would be smart enough to know that you wouldn't say the thing. Well, that let's they're say doing. we're let's say we're having drinks, and then like. But before we have, before we go to dinner, so that girl better eat with her mouth closed. Well, that's what she I'm knows that's that what this I'm, guy doesn't like it, so I need to be yeah. on top game. Or even, even at that, let's say, um, let's say you're a sports fan and she's a Boston's fan, and you're a Yankees fan, and I'm like, I really hate Boston fans. The whole town just sucks. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, what? And all of a sudden, now 
it's not going to be a fun date. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so, it's so, um, it, it divides people. But anyways. It feels like I get some things out of the way. But um, number seven, I don't know what I would say to this one. What's the most embarrassing thing you can remember that's happened to you? <laughs> yeah, we're not answering that question. <laughs> what's What's the next question, young lady? Because that one. What, what if somebody doing? asked you that? Would you? What if they What if they did? I'd be like uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think because I don't. I don't get embarrassed too much, or at least if I do get embarrassed, it's usually uh, like my behavior or my reaction to something, but it's not like, uh, like I fell down. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get, I, I would get care less. I would be more upset that I fell down. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's super embarrassing. <laughs> but when I was little, obviously it would have been. I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I fell and tripped in front of my everybody. And I'm just trying to like, figure out like, what people would answer. Like, let's say you had something that was really embarrassing. Would you admit it? And then, now, it could then, be cute, though. Okay, I can, but I'm I can, thinking of something not cute. Yeah, because I, I, I could tell you, like, let's say, and I've, this never happened, but I've seen other people do it, where you're on, a like, a Zoom call, uh-huh. and you forgot that your camera was on, and let's say you take off a, clo- a piece of clothing, and everybody's like, oh, like, let's say you have a muscle shirt underneath, and you take uh-huh. off your shirt. Sports vest. Yeah, sports vest <laughs> under there, and you take it off, you take off your regular shirt, and you forgot that your camera was on. You'd be like, oh, crap, everybody just saw that. Uh, or sometimes, sometimes I, I saw this one and he was talking and he forgot to blur it in the background mm. and his, uh, wife walked by and she was like barely dressed. <gasps> yeah. So not embarrassing to him, but it was embarrassing in oh general. So, yeah. So that's why you blur the background. What if that guy was on the date and he said, yeah, my wife came in behind me and he like totally told on himself. <laughs> That's how you catch them right there, man. That's how you catch them. Oh, yeah. Um, Number eight is, what's your favorite place on earth? Earth being the key word, I guess. Mm. If they said, um, yes, I've traveled to other planets, then maybe you should run away. But um, I think this this is a good question too. Never should have told you that. Depending on how you take it. Um, You know, because like, let's say that your family is really important. And I could say like, well, I love being at my mother's home. Because I do love being at my mother's home. Like, it feels Aww. good. So, oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, look at her. She loves her mama. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. I can tell you, I probably couldn't get away with that because girls would be like, you want to go to your no. mom's house? Ugh, what a loser. But it'd probably tell you, too, also something that's, like, super important to them. It, like I said, it depends on where your mind is going to go, how it's going to interpret this question. But, like... Do you want it to Hawaii. That's that that would be my answer. Hawaii. Yeah. I love Hawaii. It doesn't matter what island. All of them. I love them all. I love So that do place. you think that maybe the woman receiving that when if that's your answer, mm-hmm. they'd probably assume you're kind of a laid back kind of guy. Uh, yeah. I, if I'm, you like something that if that's laid, what they're if that's a, if that was the purpose of that question, sure. Well, I, as I'm I saying, can. you could take these a lot of these really all types of ways, but that's if you were to tell me Hawaii, I would interpret that as like, oh, he's probably a really laid back guy. He likes to go and relax rather than being like, you're like, I love Manhattan. It's like, okay, well, if you love Manhattan, it's the I like to say bruh instead of bro. <laughs> Yeah. They say, what up, bruh? <laughs> B-R-U-H, bruh. <laughs> but. And hang loose. But yeah, man, like it's it's Hawaii. It's, oh, I'm just it's saying nice that's place. what I would interpret. Like yeah. if a guy said and that. If you said your mama's house, I would have been like, oh, she loves your mama. <laughs> that's a better answer than mine, mm. Hawaii. <laughs> uh, well, that kind of bleeds into number nine is who is the special person in your life or the mm. special people in your life? So again, if you're a family person. I get in trouble for that one. 
Because I say Robbie. <laughs> and they're like, what? It's another girl? Oh, and that just starts up. You could a just say your friend. Whole friends. other thing. Trust me. It's, sometimes it's not easy being your friend. It's worth it for sure, <laughs> but it is not easy being Ladies, your friend. Ladies, don't hold it against Jose. Dude, He's I'm a good telling guy. You, I'm telling you, I get so much grief for being your friend. <laughs> I really, <laughs> really do. I really, really, really I'm do. I'm sorry that it's I messed right. it up for it's you, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's it's not easy, but it's worth it. But yeah, I mean, and I get it, right? Because women, uh, having a female friend, right? So if you're dating a dude or whatever, having a female friend, that's that's very concerning, right? And they're usually like, okay, what's that all about? And no matter what I try to tell them, and it's all the truth. They never listen. They they get that tunnel vision, and it's like. Oh, but anyways, they yeah. got hearts in their eyes for you, Jose. They can't help it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they they I don't I, I don't know why it's a problem. I mean, I've had I've had girlfriends who had who were still friends with their exes. Again, my expectation was that that relationship is over, other than. They're just amicable to one another. Mm. Um, but, you know, I guess you never know. This is my whole stance on cheating, and I'll just leave it at this. <laughs> if somebody's going to do that, they're going to do it. It doesn't matter if they have female friends or male friends. None of that matters. So just I'll just put that out there. Yeah, but, Jose is speaking to all the ladies out there. I mean, but I get it. Um, there's a lot of men out there that behave badly, and and and, you know, if you get burned by one of them, of course, like you're, you're going to be very um, guarded going forward. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one we have here is what's something you're proud of? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I would say the majority of parents would probably say that. Like I, I, I'm proud of the parent that I am. I love my kids. You know what I mean? I feel like mm. that's probably for that age bracket, mm. the probably typical go-to. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> what I mean, would you say? I, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of um, pride and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I, there's a certain amount of pride that I take in the things that I do, but I, I'm not a, I'm not a very braggadocious person in general. Well, I don't think it's about being like that. I just think that I don't know. It could be, you know. I, from what I know about you, friendships are really important to you. So it could even be something like I'm proud of the friend that I am to the people I love. I could I mean, probably could answer be, what I'm not proud of on myself. That wasn't a question that, on that, here. That I could probably answer a lot better because I would have like a laundry list. But I don't, I, I don't know. I did I don't have know. a guy one time ask me on a date, what was my biggest regret? And again, it's the same thing. It's like, mm. why are you trying to go so dark and deep? Like, bruh, it's the first date. Like, why would I tell you? Even if, like, no. A complete, but you'd be surprised how many times a person will answer that. Because mm. if it's, and, and this is what the, for me, whenever I get in a conversation with people, right? It, it reveals what, what is truly bothering them or what they truly need to work on as opposed to what they want to tell me, mm -hmm. right? Because they want to present themselves a certain way. And fair enough, I understand that. But once you start talking about something, you can't help it. Yeah. If it's really bothering you, you only need to barely scratch the surface and yeah. it's just going to ooze out. It's just like when you're trying to hold back crying and someone says, are you okay? That's like, 
Yeah, That's the key <laughs> to the gate floodgates. And they just, I immediately start just like, don't ask me anything and I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, what it, that's, it that's, that's what it boils down to. But like, yeah, regrets, you'd be surprised. You'd be, I've heard a lot of first date conversations that have just gone off the rails. What do you think about this article, the questions they brought up? I, th- I liked a lot of them. I thought they were mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, I liked them. I, like I said, I wouldn't phrase them that way. Yeah. I have my own unique way of, of, of asking certain questions, but yeah, I think they're they're pretty good. I, I think it depends on what you're trying to get to. That's For me, true. I ask a lot about previous relationships, or not a lot. Let me rephrase that. I'll usually ask them, when was your last, you know, relationship? Because it does matter. If they just got out of it, like a week ago they broke up, I don't know. Is it's, anybody really telling the truth though? I mean... I feel like most people, if it was a week ago, they would lie and be like, oh, it was like a month ago. So here's my <laughs> stance on lying because women lie too, right? But yeah. I will say this. For me, I will give you the benefit of the doubt unless you do or say something that makes me think otherwise. Because I, I can't... It's it's a it's a fine line between skepticism and uh, a trust, right? Because you don't know. You don't know this person. You don't know if they're lying. You don't know if they're telling the truth. But there is a possibility that can turn into something. So you can't start out questioning. And I've done that before too, where no matter what I tell them, they don't believe it. Which is again, let's say if I if I were to ask a woman, hey, when was your last uh, relationship? And she was like, oh yeah, we broke up, you know, two weeks ago. I was like, oh, I'm, you know, like, you know, if you don't mind me asking, what happened? Oh, well, he cheated on me. So right off the bat, and so whenever she's asking me a question and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've done this, I've done that. And it's like, hmm. Or if I tell them I (laughs) I take care of my kids and, you know, I do all this, they look at me with a very skeptical mind, like, hmm, he's just saying that. Mm. And it's like, okay, you're not trusting me. I get it. But when you continue doing that, like over time, I don't know what to do. Because if, if you don't trust me, you really don't have any business being with me. Well, now you're talking about being punished for, for previous relationships. That's a whole other episode. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It, it bleeds over. Yeah. If you don't have time to process that, right, because it matters. Now, if they said I haven't dated and, you know, we broke up six months ago, that's been some time. Now, you might ask what you've been doing in between that time, right? Like if they've been going out partying ever since then, then they probably haven't processed it. But I, even me, I like to take a little bit of time. After a breakup, just to make sure, you know, like it doesn't, I don't take any of that other stuff into the into the new one. Well, so. I've said it before. I don't think the time thing has any factor in that. I think that everyone's going to process that at their own speed and who's to say, because in six months doesn't mean that you're over it. No, that's true. That's why when you ask, it depends on what. I know, but if, I mean, I'm saying like, even if someone says, yeah, I've been single for six months, that doesn't mean that they've processed anything. That's not like a green light. That's not like, okay, all clear. We're good. You don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's not a, it's not a complete, but if it's, if the last relationship you were in and it's been two weeks and now you're dating me, sorry, you should stop for a second and think about what's about to happen. (laughs) Especially if that relationship that you were in before was like a year old. And you're telling me that in a week or two, you're right. Everybody's different. I've never seen anybody get over another person within a week or two. I just well, if it was haven't. a woman and she was, um, like we talked about before, you know how we're getting ready to leave and we're, we're already processing it way before the yeah, end. Yeah, but then, but then there's always that thing right after the breakup that you just start thinking about everything. Because now you're starting Those nights to, suck. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So regardless, you're right, a week or two, but I would say that I would be more comfortable um, 
with the possibility of something turning into long term mm-hmm. if when we're dating it's been it's been a while. And then again, if I ask the question and she just kind of tells me in passing, like what happened, great. But if she really gets into it and starts going into details and like, again, it's traumatic, so I'm, I'm not judging, but but I do have to question whether or not she is ready to possibly start another. Because that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Unless she just wants to have fun. Because honestly, that, that happens too. If they've just gotten out of a relationship a week or two, typically in my experience, I'm just going to say in my experience, it's going to be hot and heavy. It's going to be a fling and then it's going to burn itself out. Yeah. That's just been my experience. It just burns itself out really, really fast because you get that you get that connection with another person, but then you're still going to have the downtime. And then you start thinking about it and maybe this happens a lot. They end up going back to their boyfriends. Happens mm-hmm. all the... But again, I'm just going based on me. I follow them on Facebook and I'm like... <laughs> They broke up two weeks ago and then after, you know, we had our little fling for whatever it was a month and then like within a week or two, they're back with that same dude. Hide you your profiles, them? ladies. I'm telling you because they're on Facebook <laughs> taking selfies together and I'm like, wow, you were just with me like a week ago. Does he know? Yeah. <laughs> but obviously he doesn't and maybe they need that. I don't know. It's a weird... Well, I think that people are divided on what kind of questions or first date conversations. Like I said before, I kind of like to keep it a little bit light, find out some core things about their family and their career and things like that. But I mean, I just want to have fun the first time. Let's see if we can kick it. Kick it? Yeah, yeah, I'm all about fun. I I will say this. Um, Women, at least in my experience, have been the ones that initiate the deep conversations first. I agree. They start out. But not all women pointing over here want right. to do that. But right, so. right, right. I know. I would appreciate that. I like to have fun as much as the next person. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've had my my fair share of whatever, but I still think I'm still pretty well rounded. Yeah. I'll put it to you this way: if I didn't think I was ready to date, I wouldn't be out there dating. Yeah. So I gotcha. Well, it was good to see you. Um, and if anybody out there has maybe a first date question that's their go-to, mm-hmm. let us know. Here's the thing: two one four at gmail dot com. As long as they're appropriate, right? They can't be like, <laughs> does the carpet match the drinks oh, or whatever? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, not those. Because that would be, we should do one on inappropriate questions. <laughs> or if you got a, a horrible pickup line, horrible that it's no, funny. No, because that would feel so flat. I did. <laughs> no, I just want to hear what other people have used. If you have a go-to cheesy pickup line, Yeah, absolutely. But, it's good uh, to see you. Yeah, good conversation. And uh, until next time, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.